Microphone check, one, two, one, two. Microphone check, one, two, one, two. This is Cup of Joe with Dre. I am your co-host, Dre E. I got my man Joe in the building. Joe, what's popping? You know, sweet, uh, sweet Jones, I have to say, man, nobody does an introduction like you, man. You hey, bring man. Us in. I don't think I could have done I don't think I could have done that, man. You know, we, we've been big on this give people their flowers while, hey, while, man, we're, I while we're here, man. You do one hell of a hey, man, introduction. It's pretty damn spectacular. I appreciate it's that, like man. Myself, sir. So, man. Um, but as we were saying, you asked me about my day. I'm yes, sorry. Yes, how, how, how is your day? I, yes. It's fruitful. Fruitful and grateful. That's what it is. <laughs> Fruitful and grateful. By the time y'all hear that, y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> hey, hey, I appreciate that. Same here, man. Fruitful and grateful. Just had a, we had a, um, uh, an amazing, phenomenal uh, guest on our lot on our last podcast. So that was, um, that was great, man. That was great to hear, man. Um, shout out to you, Josh. Shout out to your fiance. Was it was it a money? That was you. That's yeah, what you a money, man. A money. Um, shout out to both of you guys, man. Um. Josh, man, we appreciate your time and you took out to, you know, share share your story with us. Um, see, man, um, we about to get into a few a few things. Got a couple guests on the mics, um, ladies. Um, you guys always talking about we need a woman's perspective when it comes to things, and it's been a while since we had a female guest on our podcast, but we're gonna bless you with two today, okay? So one of our um, guests is an up-and-coming podcaster. Um, she um, hails from San Antonio, Texas, and her name is Andrea. Andrea, what's up? What's up? How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm fucking phenomenal. <laughs> so, <laughs> how um, how's your week been? Um, it's been a week. It's been a week, it's huh? Been a week, yes. Oh, yeah. One of those, one of them trying weeks. Yes, it's been oh, a trying very, week. Okay. But, but we here now. Made, exactly. We here now. I that's woke good. Up and that's hey, that, hey, that's the blessing in it all, right there. Um, Let's cut the crap. Why do you want to do a podcast? <laughs> hear, 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 hear ignorant people's thoughts and ideas. No, I'm just kidding. Why would you want to do a podcast? <laughs> no, no, don't answer that yet. Don't answer that yet, because I still got to get to our other guests and find out everything. How she's okay. doing. So, so Julia, how are you? I'm good. Doing well? I'm doing well. Did you have a great week? I did. I was in Vegas that, earlier this week. I was about to say that. So yeah. how was Vegas? It was My second home. That's my second home right there. Yeah. Yeah. You see how she dodging that question? <laughs> she living by the creed motto <laughs> hey, of what happens in Vegas hey. stays in Vegas. She didn't say, hey, I was in Vegas a long time. I was at the Bellagio. She said, it was interesting. <laughs> I like your style, young lady. Yeah, so um, Vegas, interesting. Um, yeah, that's good, man. So you, but you, did you have fun? We did have fun. That's good. That's good. So, um, yeah. It was a family trip. Yeah, so. a family trip. So you didn't get to do what you needed to do. We'll, we'll get back to it, though. We'll, we'll get back to Vegas and do some things. Me, me and Joe well connected out there. So uh, we got people out there. Uh, shout out to my man Diddy. Um, got a whole. I got a whole bunch of other people out there. So yeah, Diddy, um, Bullethead, yeah, Bullethead uh, out there. Um, yeah, Jane, I got, yeah, Ebony, a whole bunch of people out there. So, so when you not taking the family trip and it's just you on a solo tip, get you into some things. 
<laughs> but as he said, whatever goes there stays there. So you ain't got to worry about it ever being spoken of for sure. And we really, lo- we really do li- live by that creed out there. So, um, so we're here with the ladies. Um, we're gonna start with Andrea, and then we just, uh, we're gonna start with Andrea. We're gonna find out some things about her podcast and what that's going to be all about and then we're just going to get into some just some some life things you know things about life and um some things that you know we feel we need to discuss with women while we have y'all both sitting here um on the pod you guys good over there what y'all looking for looking for a plug hey hey man you over there doing work don't mind me you supposed to be working so um yeah drea tell me about this podcast of yours so my podcast is actually going to be about, well, pretty much anything, any subject, but mainly dating. Um, okay, okay, let's let's pause real quick. <laughs> let's pause. What is the what is the name of your podcast? The whole story. The whole story, like the H O E story, or, or the whole story. H O E. So we talking about some hoes and some hoes in this house. Some whole ass stuff. Oh, some, some whole, whole ass, ass shit, shit, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm keeping it real. Uh, hey, I hope so. You know, it's a couple uh, Joe with Dre. It's a couple <laughs> Joe right here. <laughs> like we, you ain't even gotta. We, we gonna pull it out of you. So, oh, I don't mind. So the whole story. So, um, I, I love, I love, I, I gotta say, I love the name. So, this, is this gonna be um a podcast just talking about some of the whole stories from people you know, things you might have even done in the past, and th- okay. Uh, this is this sounds interesting already. Yes. You, you, do you know some <laughs> current hoes that me and Joe need to know of? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, like ho, ho, ho. <laughs> oh shit! Hey, hey, but I do. I love the I love the concept, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Oh. It's just because I I think it's different because I've been married. And okay. then I have not been, I've been divorced for the past eight years. So I've okay. been, I guess, in the dating scene for uh-huh. that long. And mm-hmm. it's rare that, like, me personally, mm-hmm. I'm, personally, I'm not looking for somebody to marry. Okay. Where so you're looking my to just. Age, yeah, usually are. So are you so looking to just hoe around or what's going on? <laughs> well, Whoa, <laughs> sir. I mean, no, I'm, I'm no. asking questions no, here, no. right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> look, <laughs> Everybody, that was great. Uh, <laughs> you know, I am. Hey, man. This, this is sell them alcohol. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just fucking with you, Andrea. But well, that was horrendous, Andrea. <laughs> answer the question. Uh, but go, go ahead. Mean, yeah, yeah. Answer the question. No, answer the question. Um, yeah. Honestly, I don't know. I, I'm actually in therapy. So okay. I have issues with that. Okay. So I don't know. I just. I know I don't want to be single forever, okay. but I just don't, I don't want to get married and it's, gotcha. I need to find somebody that understands that. It doesn't mean that I wouldn't be faithful and no, no, I got all you. the things that come with the relationship. Right. But just not no marriage. We're on the same, right. we're on the same wavelength when it comes to that. Got it. Yeah. I said it on a million podcasts and well, you know, they think uh, I'm lonely for saying that. I'm glad she said that. I'm glad she said that. Go ahead, John. Oh, here you go. I hope you're ready. Scholar, but very scholar, uh, <laughs> trained therapist, professional, <laughs> with no title, so <laughs> accredited only in the streets. <laughs> hey, hey, that's the only accreditation you need, yeah, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you already said the first thing. The best thing is that, you know what I mean, you got out everything that what you're looking for. In a world Absolutely. of people wanting honesty, 
that are not honest, at least you're going to be the start of it. So good. Yeah. Matter of fact, one of, one of us, our young listeners, young male listeners, you hear her? Huh? <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to. We're not going to say by the couch. That's disrespectful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you can be with this exquisite young lady and no marriage. Yeah. See? They out there, fellas. A.K.A. the Dre. That's what we call it, the Dre. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing the Dre. Hey, man, hey, hey. This, this is what we doing here. You know what I mean? He's never getting married. <laughs> never. I don't never. Recommend I don't recommend it. Hey. But yeah. to each his own. You know, everybody yeah, should nah, that's not happening for me. Y'all, and y'all know that, though. Listeners, we'll talk later about that. <laughs> don't worry about it. We, we have something special in mind. Yeah, man. So, um, so yeah, the whole story, that's, that's dope. Um... What made you want to do this podcast? That's a long story in itself, but you can sum um, it up. I talk a lot when I date about my stories, and it's amazing how so many people are. They're like, "Oh my God!" Like you're open like that. You're just right, right, right. But I am because that's my. Pa- I mean, right. not that I care, but I'm gonna be transparent. I'm gonna. Right. This is me. This is what I expect or don't expect. Right, right. Um, and when I would meet random people, like, I guess on the streets, if you will, mm-hmm. um, and I would tell, you know, I would just randomly vent. So right, right, right. people started just like, Hey, tell me another one of your stories. Like, tell me another one of your stories. Like, tell me another one of your crazy stories. So I was like, might as well just make a podcast about it. Cause man, I have like a ton of them, not just for me. Right, right, right. Ooh, I don't want to take away from your content, but uh, Uncle Joe definitely wants to hear a tasty story. <laughs> uh, I mean, you have us at the dinner table. We almost want you to serve us some dinners. I mean, but no, we'll let you. We'll let you hold it for your podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Boy, no, no, she, she, she gonna give us one later. She got to. <laughs> she got to. So, Miss Julia, how are you doing? So um, I brought you on here. Like I said, man, I want I want to have some very transparent conversations about um, just life in general from a female's perspective and from just a perspective. Um, I don't. Do I tell your do I tell do I tell your title or as far as what you do for a living? Um, what what is that? I mean, not the whole title, but in general, generalize what your title is. I'm a therapist. There you go. So uh, <laughs> that's, that's all that's all we needed to know. So she's a therapist, right? So um, background in social work. Am I correct in that? Yes. Okay. So you have a different lens, um, if you will, when it comes to your viewpoints and your vantage points on seeing just all kinds of things in the world. So um, once we start these conversations up, um, it's just going to be good to hear your perspective on how you see things. Does that make sense? Absolutely. All right, Joe, I'm turning it over to you. Hey, man. First of all, you, you see she's already used the, the therapist voice. She's like, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Like, take our job, like, I might not have a clipboard, but in my head there's a clipboard. I write right, it down right. on there, and I'm making sure. She's like, I already got some notes on you motherfuckers already. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a laser beam. I feel the judgment on me already. I had to take a shower. Get all this judgment on me. Right, right. No, no. I'm just playing, y'all. She's phenomenal. Very smart. Articulate. Yeah, we had a little background conversation. Now, 
Here you go. I, I guess before we move over to the uh, award-winning podcaster, see, I, see, I put that out there for you. That's what's going to happen for you. But I, I, can I call you Jules? Sure. You seem yes. like a Jules. Jules said to me, she got to Austin because of music. Why we we we? So, <laughs> what was this music? This Shangri-La. <laughs> Shangri, oh, this boy here. <laughs> what music was this that got you to Austin? Well, first of all, where were you from? I moved here from Southwest Florida. Southwest Florida. Southwest Florida, in the building. Um, Fort Myers, correct? Cape Coral, Fort Myers, yep. But there you go, man. I think Plies is from Plies, uh, it's Fort Myers. I said that to you before, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure he's from Fort Myers. Uh, Shorty's one of my favorite songs ever, so just know. <laughs> Are you are you kidding me? I'm dead ass, man. You would say that? Uh, of course, man. Hey, man, that T-Pain and Plot. Shit, boy. That shit go, boy. Man, I just go. <laughs> <laughs> that shit go. That was one of my summer anthems right there. That shit go, man. Like, Dude, I want to get outside my house and just lock myself out. You know what I mean? Hey, that shit go, man. That boy you know plies, I mean? man. I just want to lock myself out. Yeah, I wanna, man. I want to get in my, I wanna get hey. in my car. <laughs> Put my keys in, <laughs> hey, get the man. lock, hey. close the door while my keys are still in there, and look at my keys knowing I can't get in my car when I hear that, Dre. Hey, man, I'm trying to let you know, That is man. not your favorite song. No, 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 no. I said one of my favorite songs. It's not even one of your favorite. I'm not going to allow you, you to have that. All right, man. <laughs> Why, turn it on in front of any girl, man. She's going she gonna to be Why? with it, man. Why don't you like that song? Ply, shawty, I mean, boy. we don't have time on this podcast. <laughs> okay. Okay, so for Meyer. Yeah, yeah, let's bring it back to her, Dre, because my disappointment, I need some energy back up here. My disappointment. Hey, <laughs> Lil' Kim, now uh, Shorty's one of the, God, hey, man, that's the shit right there. Fort Myers. But before Fort Myers, there was another place. Yeah, Hamilton, Boston, uh, huh? Hamilton, Massachusetts. Hamilton, Massachusetts. What is life like in Hamilton, Massachusetts? Quiet. Uh, is it a small town? Yeah, it's okay. about 20 minutes north of Boston. Okay. Um, yeah, suburbs. Um, there was a tank in the park, Patton's Tank. Hmm. Okay. Look at that, Patton's Tank, mm-hmm. Boston, huh? Because you can hear it in your voice. I like the Boston. <laughs> I, I'm hearing the Boston come out of there. I mean, well, it's not Boston, I guess. It's, no. it's, it's yeah, the, the, it's, that, that, but it's like Boston. It's what they call the North Shore. The North, yeah. 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 The nor- North Shore. North Shore. The yeah. North Shore. Yeah. Okay. Salem, Gloucester, Ipswich, Beverly. Oh, that shit I've never been to. So, yeah. Do you hear those words, man? <laughs> They're like Gloucester. <laughs> like, that is such like... Gloucester. <laughs> 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 That's not how they say it, though. It's more like Gloucester. 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 Yeah, Harvard. So you move from, you move from, see, she even got me saying it, like my accent's changing. You move from, you come from Boston, you go to Florida, you do whatever you're going to do in Florida because we're just skipping time warping. But from Florida, though, you got into music, I guess, and you decided to come to Austin? Is that correct? Yeah, I mean, we came to Austin doing the touristy thing, going to Austin City Limits. And then and it became a destination, and then we decided we wanted to live here. So did y'all just stay when y'all got here? Or no. Oh, you went back home? Yeah. <laughs> but what music were you, uh, 
See, what? I thought there was like y'all just stayed and no. Christopher Columbus the place. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we ain't I mean, doing I no have more of that. And I have a career, so like that took time. Okay. That was a sound decision. Okay. That took time. Yeah. What music brought you here? The, I think that the lineup that year at ACL was um, Radiohead was a big one that drew me. I, I like music from a lot of different genres, but I think they were here that year. Uh, Wild Bell, I don't know if you're familiar. Mm, um, no. I feel like she's got a little bit of a mm, soul-like soul reggae vibe. Hmm. Um, and then who else? Uh, Mumford and Sons was that year, and then Die Antwoord from South Africa. That's crazy. She's a crazy lunatic. stuff. They are lunatics. They are crazy. Yeah, but super fun show. Yeah. Yeah. If any of y'all know about this group, they're two lunatics. Google them. Yeah. Don't watch their videos. Their videos are wild, more wild than them. But you stumped me. <laughs> Rarely ever people stump me in music, but that one, what was the what was Wild the, Bell? Yeah, is it like a ska kind of music, or what is it? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's. I feel like it's a mixed genre, yeah. Mm, I'm not, Joe Halls usually know. I'm never really stumped with music. I listen to everything. <laughs> mm, okay, I will have to check this out. Top five artists. Top five artists. Yes. Yeah, because you, you, okay. you're like, like me. Like any I listen genre. To, yeah, because yeah, I listen genre, to a lot yeah. of music. Now, if you go specific, but okay. I feel like it would be pigeonholing you to just put it to a genre. Right, yeah, I can't. That was me. I can't do one genre. Oh, let's see. Um, Not in any particular order. Boo. Okay, but yeah, go ahead. Um, <laughs> Outcast. Uh, Most Death. Hmm. Erica Badu. Um, I don't know. Who else? Sublime. The Cranberries. That's a sturdy. That's yeah, a sturdy. That, that's a good list. I can't even. I'm a, 90s, I'm a '90s kid. Yeah, yeah, that's a sturdy top five. <laughs> yeah, I have no complaints I could about go that. On and on and on. Yeah, no, nah, that, that's that's a dope list. So. Master Podcaster, we're not gonna leave you out. That's right. Master Podcaster was shaking her head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, 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 what's your top five music? Yeah, what's your top five artists? Music or artists? Just artists. artists. No genre, correct? Yeah, no genre. Um. Well, you know, it could be. But I would have to say, of course, my number one is Janae Aiko. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, she talk to- you toxic then. You were for real. <laughs> you know, I liked yeah. her. Be- I know I sound cliche, but I liked her before she blew up. Uh-huh. I liked her when she would, um, when she was with B2K. She was uh-huh. like, uh-huh. so I've okay. been to her Okay. Um, so her, um, Red Hot Chili Peppers, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, mm, let's see. Oh, Mariah Carey. <laughs> Sorry, she's the queen. She's oh, she better is. than Beyonce in my book. Well, don't tell Joe that, but whatever. That's, that's Dre's favorite singer. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Man, I want to punch myself in the face. 
No offense to you, Mariah Carey. <laughs> or in last episode, Eminem. Clearly people thought I was hating on him, and I wasn't. I don't understand. I was Dre explained it. I just don't want to hear about Haley and yeah. drowning yeah, your yeah, wife, yeah, your yeah, ex-wife. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, continue, I apologize. No, you're fine. Um, Kendrick Lamar, uh, I agree with you have to spit some knowledge. I don't. I'm not a big fan of the new stuff that's coming out with this generation. I understand it, and some of it's okay, but I don't know. That's just me. No, you're getting old. That's what that yeah, is. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not. Um. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, hold up, nigga. Nah, I'm not getting uh, old let me now. See. I think I have one more. <laughs> oh, The Weeknd. The Weeknd. So, is that five? Yeah, that's that's the weekend. Yeah, yeah, Mariah that's five. That's five. Yeah. Five. yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, those are, but there's more, but those are, I guess, if I pull out my playlist, those are going to be the top five on there right now. That's a spicy playlist, too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Minus one singer, but you know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you, you did a good Christmas song. Hey, oh, my God. Here you go, man. You did a good Christmas song. That's about it. C- come on, man. <laughs> we, we ain't well, going to hate on me. We ain't going to get into that, bro. <laughs> we going to hate on me. Anyways. Hey, man, she said she had a vision of love, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, hey, man. But anyway, yeah, go ahead, Joe. <laughs> because, yeah. The, Mar- the Mariah uh, slander, I can't take too much more of it. I'm not hating on Mariah. Why, why don't you like her? Just out of curiosity. She's what is it about? Is it her? Is it her voice? Or is it her music? No, what just, is it? She's just not my cup of joe. <laughs> oh, here you go. <laughs> boy. Uh, you, did you catch, I didn't say tea. Yeah, forget that, that boy, tea. That boy good right there. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you know, um, you like when you, you're grown up on or you raised on um, – like Aretha, and you're raised on, you know, the Supremes, and you're raised on. It's just different, and I I know she she she's in that category. She kind of fits in that category, but she doesn't. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like I wouldn't say Beyonce is my favorite singer either, and it's no slight at. But you know, I think Mariah Carey got famous for being able to hit an incredibly high note. And yeah. that's, 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 that's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's great. But nothing about her music makes me feel anything. Mm-hmm. Got it. It just, it, it, it shows her ability. It shows her range and everything like that. But her music doesn't really just touch me because it doesn't feel like it, it doesn't have a place of, like, man, when you hear Etta James, mm-hmm. you felt like you've been at a place. Yeah. You felt like she took you wherever she was at and you felt that. You know, so I just don't, and some of that is too, you know, she's, Mariah Carey came up in a pop era, so her writing was more to a pop era. Like, I love New Edition. New Edition's a great group, you know, but they would never be, any of those guys would never be my top singers because the people who were writing for them weren't writing to an emotion or a feeling, you know? So, you know, I can't compare somebody like Mariah Carey to Aretha Franklin or to like an Otis Redding or somebody like that. You know, especially yeah. somebody that they're singing from a struggle or a place of of downwritten, something that hits my soul. So, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I'm not a hate. I don't hate on you, Mariah. I think you're dope. You know what I mean? 
I, I, I lived the 90s, <laughs> but my parents was raised in the, like 50, so. But anyways, uh, giving out this history, teaching for free. <laughs> but I get you get some tickets straight to the live show. Hey, for sure. For sure. So you're doing the podcast, right? And are you planning on having guests? What are you doing with that? What is like? Do you just want to tell the stories, or what does that seem like? What does that look like? I want to paint the pictures that were my listeners, because we're gonna make sure they go over and, and celebrate you. But when they, what are they? What is? The, what are they looking to to get out of it? Um, like I said, just maybe I would like to have some guests because I would like to see uh, or give dating advice from all perspectives. Like, like I said, single, married. Um, LGBT, you know, all, I have a lot of friends in the LGBT community as well. Mm-hmm. Majority of my friends are. So just from all aspects, I mean, I would love to have it be, I guess, controversial, but even because it happens in the dating game, even men that mess around, you know, like. Oh, the cheaters? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. You know, let I want your perspective as well, just so oh, we can man. kind of understand, you know. Oh, man. I mean, it's not going to make it better, but I just, it's just entertainment and maybe like. No, it's, that's good, though. You know, that's good to have. People can like relate to that, you know. Or I mean, you know, like I said, you don't have to give names or anything. You know, right, it's not right. just going to be that. It's just going to be from everybody's right. perspective. So. Yeah. yeah. She's going to break some houses up. She's like. <laughs> Marcus, I know that's your voice. Wait, I heard yeah, it. Yeah, that's yeah, your yeah. voice, Marcus. Hell yeah. Out here treating, treating everything. I usually eat that Marco's pizza. You love Marco's. I know it's you. But I, I think that's dope. I think that's dope that you're looking at it at a lens and a perspective of like different people and different ideas because it just it creates dialogue in there. So how did you know it was going to be about relationships? I know you said because of just the crazy relationships that you had. And your life, is that it? Are you going to also give some backstory about, like, marriage and Definitely. how that was? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my, I call my once upon a time life. So <laughs> that'll definitely be in there as well because I have stories with that as well. But I won't get into too, de- too much detail because I had a marriage that went bad because of drug use and stuff mm-hmm, like that. Not mm-hmm. on my end. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and even then, maybe I can share some Of course, some perspective on that, yeah. like, hey, if you don't want to leave it. I did fine, you know. Right, did right. Fine too, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I know there's a lot of women out there that abuse as well, you know, things like that, and they don't want to leave, and they're scared, and they're afraid to be alone because it's hard. It's hard being a single parent mm-hmm. with any age of kids. Mm-hmm. And when women tend to be in a relationship that they're not happy, they use the fact that it's the kids or. Cause I was that person too, um, but you know, just things like that. That makes sense. So, oh, well, um, how long you been single? Twenty fourteen. Oh, I about to say. I thought you were gonna say twenty two years. I'm like, hold on, you just said, <laughs> I'm like, man, you just said eight years ago. Came out the womb and <laughs> <laughs> got hitched. <laughs> but. I think you're hitting on a really good thing because there's so many women in in this climate of life right now that have become divorced. And they're starting over and they're trying to figure it out. Most of our listeners, 
would you say 70, 60, 70% of our listeners that are females were once upon a time yeah. that were married? 70% of Yeah, and in, yeah. in, in relationships that were like eight to 10 years, had kids out of it, and they're restarting their dating life. Yes. And that is our cue for a break. <laughs> Okay, I'll take that. And we're back, guys. We had to take a brief intermission. Not that you guys know that, but um, we're back in the building. We're full now. We had to eat. Um, Joe, I don't know where we left off at, but uh, do what you do, Joe. We were talking about the podcast. Oh, yeah, we were talking about the podcast. The whole story. Is yes. it the whole story? The whole the whole story, the yes. The whole, H-O-E. The whole story. Yes, I'm with it. Dre, you going to be the first guest on the whole story? <laughs> Not at all. No, you don't want to share any stories? No. I don't have no whole stories. Uh, Dre, come on. Okay, so I have whole Sir. stories, but most of Sir. my whole stories took place in Las Vegas, and we already know the model, so. All the better. That way they don't have to know. You don't have to name any names. Oh, no, I'm not going to name no names. Dre is the, re- he's the worst whole story ever, okay? He's Facts. got all this whole story. <laughs> Facts. But he never wants to share it. He's like, he'll be very b- b- beige about it. And then I'll be trying to open him up and he'd be like, yeah, it was a girl. <laughs> Why won't you share your... Oh, no, I do. I, I I mean, I'm open. I mean, I just don't have many whole stories, man. I mean, I have some fucking epic stories, but I mean, it's Vegas. I mean... Again, y'all know what's going on in Vegas, man. He's like a he's Epic like a, a, a a library, a whole knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a lot of knowledge, but, but there's a, a lock shit. on the door, and nobody's got the key. <laughs> I seen a lot of shit, so yeah, no, nah, no, but I yes, most definitely will be a guest on your podcast, um, for sure. Um, I'm here with this. I'm I'm for the shits. I'm with it all. So whatever we could talk about, whatever I can do to help you and your platform, I'm all for it. So whatever you want to talk about. Just know I'm going to talk about it, though. Just know that. I hope so. So the guests be like, oh, yo, he might be too much for me. <laughs> no, that's what I'm kind of afraid of, that they're going to. They'll be all right. Because the, one, the ones who are supposed to be there are going to be there. Yeah. So that's all. That's, that's it. So, yeah. But no. Uh, so Joe. so I, I like that you brought that up, too, is because I've heard, this is just from the streets, you know what I mean, because they talk. That you have been thinking about doing this podcast for a while, but you kind of hold off. Was some of it because of the fear of telling the truth? Time? What was it that was stopping you from from launching your podcast? Time? It was, I actually wanted to launch it. That long ago, huh? No, I'm just yeah, like maybe in, I want to say a year, like in June of last year. Yeah. But I, it, the idea came. That's it, when we launched. It originally was going to be. Not so much about that. I mean, that would have been incorporated with somebody else. But mm-hmm. like I said, they ended up not being available. That's what it was. I kept trying to connect with the person. And they were the ones that were like, oh, I can't do this. And I'd be like, well, come on. I'm ready. Let's do right, it. Right, right. You know, I have I'm right. do it. But they were always busy. So time and then also, of course, I'm sure um, the insecurity of nobody's going to listen. And, right, right, right. You know, things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, um, but that's pretty much what helped me back, just time and not having the confidence that I should have, because I do have confidence. It's just with that in particular, you know, I didn't know how to 
I I would tell you, like I tell everybody, man, everybody should have a podcast. You don't have to put it out there, but everybody should have a podcast yeah. to tell their truth. Because regardless, somebody's telling your, your truth for you right now. As we That's speak, for sure. Somebody's saying something about you, and you're beating them to the punch. That's, I, you know, that's the thing that I love about me and Dre, that Dre's able to be honest and be himself and allow me to be honest and be myself. That way we, we get our truth out. So if anybody tell the story, they'd be like, I already heard that from Joe and Dre. I don't need you to tell me that. They've already told me that. Yeah. Or, you know, that aligns. So I think that that's great. And I, I just like you, you know, um, I think what's great now is, is right now is your right now. We, yeah. I was supposed to do something 10 years ago, you know? So that means I would have been out before Dre. Mm-hmm. Probably wouldn't have been, su- I would have been successful, but it wouldn't have felt like it does this. Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't have been more mature, you know? I'm such a different man at 30, you know, 42 than I was at 32. And I think even when you look at the year now, everything that you've probably went through as an adult, there's so much more that you're going to be able to add than you did in June. Definitely. So yeah. now that Definitely. June's coming around, we're not going to wait to July. No. So now we're putting the pressure on you. <laughs> yes. That's, I'm that type of person where you kind of have to light a fire under my ass. So that's just, I know that about me. Well, this is not an arsonist podcast, so we're not lighting any fires. Now, if you're into arson, there's nothing wrong with that. Get help. <laughs> Somebody's like, Joe said we could light fire. I didn't say that. Okay? If you light a fire around me, make sure there's a marshmallow, chocolate, and graham cracker. Because I do enjoy a delightful s'more. That s'more is a delightful, man. I don't know why more people don't eat s'mores. Yeah. I, I, I think they're overrated, but that's, that's another. This is coming from a guy that thinks Mariah Carey is the best singer? And you right. think s'mores are overrated? I do. God. But have you ever been to a campfire? <laughs> In fact, I have. Yeah, that's fact, one of the first times I ever learned to smoke. Hey, but I, um, I'm not a huge fan of chocolate. And I'm not a huge fan of marshmallows. So that's where that problem goes. Which I want from you, man. <laughs> Just being honest. See, y'all, I come in here and I be honest, and then y'all, y'all, y'all Guys, shame me. <laughs> I like to thank y'all for being good listeners. This is our last episode. <laughs> As I feel like we've come to terms that we can't work together. As a hey, the next thing you know, you're going to tell me that you bathe in mayonnaise. No, no, we don't do that. Total person. No, no, we don't do all that. <laughs> I mean, you might as well. You just already just hey, man, What y'all want from me, man? <laughs> yeah, man. Back, back, back to it, the ladies. Back to the ladies. Let's bring it back to Jules, because I'm pretty disgusted with you right now. You, you said like three or four things on here that's making me do hey, my man. judgment on you. Yeah, man. I hope you feel my judgment on you. It's all good, though, man. We're going to make it through this. So, Jules, what is your job? What is... What is it? You said you're a therapist, right? I work at an eating disorder program. In a background in social work, right? Yes. What made you decide, I'm going to go to college or school to become this? So, um, if I start in the middle of the story, after I got my undergraduate degree, I um, was running an art gallery. Um, And so I was in business and uh, working with people. I was, um, you know, doing design and creative work. Um, I connected with an artist who had a background in art therapy, and that was kind of when it clicked for me. 
Um, and I decided to go to grad school to study social work. Uh, I realized that I enjoyed more um, talking with people, connecting with people than with making money with inventory accounting. I didn't love that. Um, I had experiences as a kid, um, different traumatic experiences, both as a child and in college. Um, and so I think that, you know, just all of those um, things combined kind of led me here. So many things you've said, and you've <laughs> piqued my interest. But one of the things we'll, we'll, we'll go into, what is art therapy? I am not an art therapist. So art therapy is a whole nother degree. Yeah, no, I know you're not an art therapist, mm -hmm. you know, but yeah. what is art therapy? Um, using expressive techniques to explore emotions, to process trauma. Mm -hmm. Okay, and much I'll, more than that, but that's just like a... Only reason why I'm saying it is because my tiny. mind turns, and when I hear something, I'm just like, art therapy? Yeah. Like, I've, I've heard it, but I've never yeah. heard anybody, I guess, say it mm -hmm. in an environment where I'm in. Mm -hmm. It's usually on TV, so mm -hmm. I'm glad you broke that down, because yeah. there's probably some people that may be slow like myself. It's like, y'all know I ain't slow. That would be like, <laughs> art therapy, what is that? Mm -hmm. and so, but, okay. We're going to get to you being a therapist, but how did you get to managing an art gallery? The community that um, I lived in um, during high school, I moved back to after my undergraduate degree. Um, and it was a big artist community, an island off the coast of Florida, mm -hmm. off the coast of Cape Coral. And um, yeah, it was a big like artist music community. Um, and it... I don't know, it just made sense. I don't think I knew what else to do with myself after, <laughs> after college. Um, well, the reality is, is that I had um, my daughter my second year of college, so my life changed. You know, like the plans that I set out with in the beginning of college, you know, weren't, it, it changed. Sound like me. Yeah. I had a plan when I went to college. And it's to meet women. And then after I made my plan, I dropped out of college. So you finished. I did finish. I'm proud of yeah. you. <laughs> this boy's right. Anyways, so you became uh, an eating disorder therapist? When well, you were in college, did you know that that was? N no, I didn't. Um, so really my specialization is trauma resolution. Um, I studied social work, but um, that was my focus during my master's program was trauma. Um, I worked in mental health programs, community mental health, community substance abuse treatment, private practice, working with um, survivors of sexual assault, first responders. And I've worked in the eating disorder field now for uh, about a year and a half. So this is a new um, adventure for me. Well, I celebrate you, especially in this absolutely, um, and, and in this country. I think so many people need. You know, we we try to pinpoint trauma, but you know, trauma looks so different to everybody. You know, and right. it feels different to everybody. Right. You know, and so I really salute you for your background and your field because, man, we need more people like you out there to make availability because where they may not want to talk to me and maybe you may be the answer, mm -hmm. you know? So 
Definitely, I I think that's dope, especially again because this is mental health awareness. Absolutely, know, of course. Absolutely. And the crazy thing about it is more people don't know that yeah. it's mental mental health awareness. Yeah, they really don't. Hmm. 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 Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm not playing your games, Dre. <laughs> hey, man. So, I'm about to get down to the, to the, to the, um, to the nitty, to the nitty gritty, as they would say. Here it goes. So we got two ladies here, right? Um, you don't have to give you a direct. I mean, your um, exact age, but of thirties. You in your thirties? Your late thirties? Late thirties. Yes. Yes. Correct. Okay, I like see. I, I fuck with you. They're still young. They're young as fuck. So. Man, they make me feel. Uh. <laughs> yeah, <All> yeah. Right. <laughs> so we have two young ladies here in their late thirties. You've been single for about eight years, correct? Correct. How long have you been single? Two and a half years. Two and a half years. So, what would go, what would you guys say has been the the biggest difference in dating in this era or this generation versus growing up? Morals. Expound on that, please. She said morals, y'all, for y'all that didn't know. Morals. Um, well, more, but that's one huge thing that I'm big on that I've noticed. So, so what about the morals, though? Do, do, yeah, what about morals? Do, they, do men lack morals or? Not all of them, but you'd be surprised how many do. You know, just generally speaking, I think, I know we have to be taught that, but I would think as you get older, you would want to, you know, have some sort of structure and morals, especially if you're dating, you want to, some men don't, but they expect you to have them and it's just, they lack it. So morals as far as what? Because everybody's morals are different. Exactly. So. I agree, but some, they just, I don't know, it's just different now I would think I don't I didn't date too much when I was younger younger mm -hmm. but mm, they don't have I, I guess another word for it would be they don't have faith like I I don't think somebody should specify in what type of faith they have but mm -hmm. you should have faith in something other gotcha. than yourself you gotcha. know what I'm saying something mm -hmm. like that mm -hmm. I guess I don't know if that's morals but that in general if if you don't have faith in I don't care if you have faith in God. I don't care if you have Buddha, Allah. I don't care if you're right. Satanist. Like, have faith in <laughs> something, something right, other right. than just You want to have life. some beliefs. Yes, right, exactly. Right, right. So that's a lot of men of all ages, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. That's what they lack. Yeah. And they, you could be a successful businessman and have a whole bunch of money, but if you don't have any faith and, right. you know, or you what lack comes morals. with that, yeah. exactly, mm -hmm. it's, I don't care how much money you have. If you don't have that in right. you, I don't want to talk to you because how are you going to like me if you don't even like your yourself? You know? yeah. That makes sense. No, it makes sense. Ms. Julia? Hmm, I think one of the things that I've noticed, which I think just comes with like the age of social media, mm -hmm. is that people, um, not always, this is well, you know, just, just a... Yes. a a thought um people <laughs> will say things online that they would never say to your face mm -hmm. um so there's not the same discretion um mm -hmm. not always tact mm -hmm. yeah 
not concerned about the fact that you're a person on the other side of the screen. Right, right. <laughs> What's up, Joe? I'm not saying, I'm listening to the Oh, okay. I mean, I, yeah, I can definitely agree. What with, is that face? <laughs> right, that's right. all. No, no, I mean, I agree with both of what y'all are saying. I mean, especially yeah. at our. I mean, you guys. And I'm not saying just men, yeah. you know? No, no, no. Think, right, right, of yeah, course. It's all, it yeah. all goes both ways, yeah. Yeah, no. Definitely. I mean, I agree with both of what y'all are saying, you know? I know as we all are getting older, there's just different things that we live by. There's, you know, we, we I think as you get older, you're more jaded. I mean, people may oh, be yeah, more open, so. but they're, when you're young, you, you don't have the theory and principles of an adult. Your mind's not developed like that, you know what I mean? I, I being, remember being younger. If I see a kid that looked like my age, I would go play with them. It didn't matter if they were Martian or whatever it right, looked right, like. Right. You know what I mean? It would be your parent that tell you, like, no, you can't do that. Right, right. You know, and yeah. as you get older, you start telling yourself you can't do that. Right, right. So, hmm. I think that's a lot of the times with the, the dating and mm-hmm. everything like that. So you, you, so you saying beliefs and you're saying discretion, huh? That that's needed? Yeah. <laughs> I am saying that, yes. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily um, about being jaded, and I don't think it's about judging people, but I think it is about, like, I mean, I think that that's a big thing for me. and Well, I am for people that I work with. is. And I know I've heard you guys talk about it in one of your other episodes. You well, know, like I think having too. standards and yeah, and I think when people, you know, like we use terms and then people be like, they see it as a negative connotation. I don't, I don't see jaded as like a negative connotation, but I think you got to be some kind of like, yeah, I can't do that. Yeah, you, you know, when I was younger, there was a lot of stuff I could do. You know, like you were talking about beliefs, right? Mm-hmm. I agree wholeheartedly that whoever I deal with have to have the same belief as me, right? Because there's things that I like to do. Now, that doesn't make them wrong for what they believe in or if they don't believe. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, when you get older, you start having those things. Man, when I was younger, I didn't care what no girl thought or where she lived at or what she did or what, you know, she had kids. I mean, there wasn't even questions that were even patterning me. I didn't know where I was going to be sleeping sometimes. Right. Why did I care where you slept at? Now you, you kind of look at you like, uh, you live 50 miles. Oh, I don't know if I can do that. I don't know if I can do that. I want somebody to bring my TV dinner to me. You ain't living that far. You know what I mean? So, you know, I get it. I get it. Mm, I also think, like, like she said, with the whole social media thing, um, man, it's like people are more – both men and women, they're more non-transparent. You know, they can be somebody behind a computer mm-hmm. tell you this, and then when you, it's not just about look, it's just knowing them. Like right, right. The person you said you were and I have been talking to, now we're seeing In person. each other, mm-hmm. and it's not matching up to mm-hmm. what. And I'm not talking, like, about just sex or right, sex right, right. in general, just anything, you know? Yeah. It's Their whole so, personality is exactly. different. Exactly. Yeah. It's so easy for somebody to be somebody else or who they want you to think. Right. And then say, you know, like she said, you know, constantly, well, I don't know, you told me a little story earlier. You know, like, it, it gets kind of weird. Like, there's weird people out there, weird men. I'm not, you know, it's just. Yeah, I mean, I, we, I, I want to hear from y'all's perspective. We, like, we know what the, what the women bring on our perspective. Yeah. We're trying to hear about. 
we're trying to allow it. I mean, we want our listeners to be able, who are 90% female. Like, y'all are both basically speaking for them. You know what I mean? Speaking like, I, we want to know, like, the trials and tribulations and things that you got, that y- you ladies go through um, on your on your end. And, you know, that's where, that's where our, that's where the conversation comes in on y'all end. Because, like I said, we, we get on here and every time we speak about relations, we're speaking from our perspective. Yeah. And what that looks like and how that looks to us. But maybe you guys could shed some um, insight on what that looks like um, for you guys because we don't know. We don't, we don't, we don't know. We don't date men. So well, let me ask this. Both of y'all being in, it seems like y'all were in long-term relationships before you got into the dating scene. What was one of the first things you realized about dating? And this new, this, this new world, because it, it, I mean, from dealing with somebody for so long and it's right. done. And then starting over, what was like one of the first things that you were just like, oh, what the heck? Some people don't date. Okay, that right there, the subject in itself. What is dating? What's dating to one person may be different to another. So that's where it comes in where, well, you get what I'm saying? Like, um, okay, so some men think that dating is, I'm going to meet you on this app and we're going to hook up and we date it. Whereas some men will think dating is, oh, well, I'll take you out and get to know you. It, it's different. So I noticed that was one thing. Like they don't, I guess back then I, when I was young and single, younger and single, um, and I met my ex, it wasn't so much like that. It's kind of like you kind of said what you wanted right up front. And the intentions are just it's different for everybody, like I said, but dating, that's kind of, it's, it's weird how they, I don't know, I don't know if it's the generation or if it's just, <laughs> it's just, it's, I don't know, it's confusing is what it is. Because, like I said, what one person considers dating and then when you confront them about it, there's some, not all, some men that they don't know what they want, so they're like, we're not dating, but, you know, but they're telling you you're dating and it's just, because I don't know what they want. <laughs> Jules, what about you? Uh, did, I don't know if you said I could call you Jules, right? I didn't say that. Okay, so good, 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 good. Because I just said, you, such, you look like a Jules. You look like somebody I got to give a cool spunky, you know? So, Jules, what, what would be your first, like, thing that just, like, oh, wow. When I came out of that relationship and got yeah. into the dating world, uh-huh. um, this might be a... <laughs> I realized that being single is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's talk about it. And yeah. I think the thing, <laughs> the thing that comes to mind is like, um, I think that, you know, at any age, any gender, we have these ideas, like conventions of like, oh, I'm 37, like I should have done this by now, or I should be married by now, or I should be this. And I think that, you know, just like with anything, like, oh, you can go to college when you're 50. Like, mm-hmm. there's no reason that it's not okay to be single when you're 40. Right, right. Uh, so you, you. Now, with that being said. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't take it back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I'm at a point where I'm open to a relationship, but um, the reason that I've been single for two and a half years is because... I have different standards, right, in that yeah. discretion that I talked about. Yeah. So, women that are now gauging this new 
world, I guess, of dating. How is that like with kids? Um, I don't really have like anything to share on that, to be honest, because um, at least in my experience, um, I have not uh, really brought anyone around. And so it's just been... It's been good? It's been fine. <laughs> yeah, dating with kids. I mean, my kids are older. Okay. And so they very much understand, like, mom should have fun, too. Mama's got to have a life, too. That's why I tell my kids, because I'm baby boy. <laughs> but I, like, I prefer, at least at this stage in my life, to have, to have it be separate. Like, I have my life with my kids. Right. And then, and then I have my life as an adult. And see, that's good because we hear a lot of times, too, there's a lot of women, and they'll have adult, like, older kids that they have that struggle of having that. So I think that's good. Like, on both parts, you were, like, a whole different attitude or thing about, like, you know, what we normally hear. Right, So right. I, I think that's good. You know, Absolutely. I love when you can say, well, I don't have that issue. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, I hope for a lot of women that they don't have that issue. Yeah. You know, because we hear a lot like, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know how I can make time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and it's not my job to tell you, you make time for what you want. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. Like, that sounds like excuses. Yeah. Figure out. But what about you? Well, I'm glad you said it. Because <laughs> when um, we say it, it's like, oh. Uh, it works both ways. Um, my right. kids are big, too, like in college and. Older, just older. older. Uh -huh. So, um, and I never really brought anybody either to, out of just respect. Cause, um, but I don't have a problem with my kids. They, they don't care. They're in their own world. They, you know, they're living their own life. Just leave me alone and do what you got to do, mom. Just whatever you do, just don't move anybody in. Not that you have or will, but that's all I really is. I don't care. We're going to have somebody over. Like, you want to keep it private just let us know so we won't be here or if i do i'll try to wait till like my son goes with his dad mm -hmm. my daughter didn't live with me for about three or four years because she went off to college but she mm -hmm. came up back because of covid so now she's there but she's not there she's 21 years old mm -hmm. she's never there she's living a life <laughs> especially at night you know yeah. so Look. yeah how did all these 21-year-olds become COVID-proof? That's all I want to know. I've been seeing these 21-year-olds at first. They were just living their best life during COVID. We were struggling, and they were hey, just like, eh. You know, they rolled the dice. They're the, they're the risk takers, man. I got a question for you guys, so, um, for you ladies. So, you know, sorry. But, so, like, one of the issues that I have with um, today's dating world is the double standards on men versus feet versus women, okay? So, and one of those double standards is a lot of women want their men to have, want men to have their shit together and they don't have their shit together. So I have like specific rules on dating that I'm gonna share one of them right now. Um, if I can't come to your house, you can't come to mine, period. I don't give a fuck what your situation is. I have kids just like they have kids. If I can't come to yours, you can't come to mine. And that's just where it's at, where I'm at with it, where in before it was like, for one, I listen to a lot of hip hop music. I learned a story, I learned a lesson by Mob Deep. Um, and they, they, they had this, no for real. They had this um, song where, you know, Shorty, you know, he went over to see this, to, to see this woman at her crib. And uh, she ended up, Pretty much setting him up. Davies got a story similar to it too, but it happens all the time. 
So, so you're all men and women, and especially women, because you, you guys are. Well, men are our most times stronger than women, so we're able to protect ourselves a little bit more than women. Not to say that y'all can't. So, ladies, don't be just understand what I'm saying here. Wait, wait hold on. So the are you words, physically, you mean? Yeah, physically. Okay. Physically. Uh, yeah. The words said by Dre are by Dre only. Dre is. No, I'm just saying. Like, so yes, it's better for y'all to come to our. I mean, or vice versa. Uh us to go to your house because if there is someone there, an intruder or something, we're able to handle ourselves better. So that's what the thought is. Versus you coming to my house and it's just you and it's me, like, what, I'm, I'm, I'm six feet tall, 230 pounds. You're like, I'm not going to say your height and weight and shit, but you're way shorter than me and smaller than me, right? So I, I will be able to take advantage of you, right? So it's like, the thing is with me, it's like, I understand the thought process and it's all, for me, it's all about safety first. It's safety first. So yes, if you're a lot of, a lot of women feel as if um, they're single moms, they have children. Um, I don't like to say I'm a single father because I'm not, my children's mothers are involved in their lives, but I stay alone, I have my daughters, right? It's the same concept to me. It's like, I don't, I mean, if, if you don't trust me enough to come to your house where your kids stay, why the fuck do I trust you enough to come to my house where my kids stay? You see what I'm saying? And a lot of women, they think because we're men that we're supposed to just be okay with it. But I'm not. Is that an issue? Have you guys had that issue? Because I'm, I'm just that type of, I'm, that's where I'm at with it. I, and I noticed that around 40, <laughs> I was just there with it. Like, yo, man, if I can never come to your house, why would you ever come into my house? So I was like, well, how are we going to have sex? Well, I don't know. We got to go Dutch on a hotel because I don't know what to tell you. You know what I mean? Like, and that's, that's really how I am about it. And um, women have stopped talking to me because of it. But I'm just, not a, I'm just not into double standards anymore. You know what I mean? Because especially online, on, on online dating, we run into or I run into a lot of women who just don't have their shit together, you know what I mean? And I don't give a shit if you have your shit together. I, I truly don't. I don't give a fuck if you have just a bucket and a backpack, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but if you got a bucket and a backpack, you can't require me to have a fucking car, a house, a certain amount of money, this, that, and the third. You cannot, you cannot require that of me. Only thing I know, only thing I need is a fucking bucket in a backpack. That's all I need. If that's all you got, that's all I need. Now, women are gonna say to me, "Well, Dre, the men are always supposed to be the breadwinners and the blah 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 and the blah 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 and the blah blah blah." But then I'm gonna I'm gonna throw that shit to not say y'all here that women say to me all the time this Miss Independent shit. You know what I mean? And it's crazy because they want to be Miss Independent, but they want a fucking king, too. So which one is it? Do you, do you want to be independent or do you want a fucking king? I'm still on this bucket in the backpack. <laughs> <laughs> Have me crack it up. Nigga, that's what, that's what they be having, though. <laughs> literally, that's literally all they have to their name. And they say to me, and then, but they're like, so then they trying to, you know, run down my credentials and shit. And I'm just like, well, hold up, motherfucker. You literally got a bucket in the backpack. Yeah. This is like, so, oh... They, they, um, who do you stay with? Okay, I stay by myself. Mm -hmm. What do you do for a living? 
I work for myself. Um, how many kids you got? I got three kids. And then it's like, I do that same question to them. Well, right now my mom stays with me. Okay. <laughs> my mom stays with me and my three kids. My roommate. Don't get me fucking started. Or, in San Antonio, this is a huge one in San Antonio. And I know you know what I'm talking about. They still live with their baby daddy, but we're just roommates and we're just sharing because it's easier for us to. We get that as females too. Oh, I, girl, I know. It's a San Antonio thing. I, like I've never seen that. It was like a like a, a epidemic down there. Like every like their ex is still staying with each other. Do not move to San Antonio. This shit is wild. You know what I mean? So I just want to know how do y'all feel about a man such as myself? Feeling that whatever I bring to the table, a woman should bring to. Oh no, no, it's not even what I bring to the table because I'm not that type of nigga. It's for me. It's whatever you require from me, you should have yourself. That's that's it. That's 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 it. And if you don't, how can you require that of me? I agree, hundred percent. I feel the same way. Okay. Like I feel. On, like, the double standard thing, I'm not the type of woman that's, like, um, you have to have this. I mean, of course, I have standards. Don't get me wrong. Of course. As do I. You know, but I'm not looking for somebody to take care of me and my kids or me. I'm looking for somebody to let me help you grow. I'll help you help me. Let's support each other. Let's If if we can't agree, let's talk it out like adults, not run away or avoid it or... Gaslight, you know, real right. gaslight. Not right, right. people saying lying. There's a difference between lying and gaslighting. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, so I agree 100% on that. I think whatever you expect from somebody, you should be able to give the same back. That's it. In any type of, in a relationship in general. Right. Um, so I don't, I'm not that type. I don't, personally, uh, the whole. But you got homegirls like that. No, <laughs> of course, yes. Of course, yes. <laughs> you know, and of course. the whole kids, like, you know, with, um, I think that, I understand that 100%, mm-hmm. and I agree. Mm-hmm. However, I do think that should be worked up. If that, like, it should of be. Of course. You should know, you know what I'm saying, before it just, because some men expect it to happen right away. Right. So. Oh, I'm going to get back to that one, because that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to write that shit down. Talk about that one. Yeah, I have something to ask too, but I'm gonna let you. Oh, I I agree as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. fuck it in the backpack. <laughs> <laughs> Put that shit on the t-shirt. But I, right. let me tell hey, you, hey, it's copyrighted, y'all. Don't play with me yeah. by mine. Hey man, that sounds like a title of a song that's gonna be fire. Yeah, it's like <laughs> bucket in the backpack. I don't even know what genre could do it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't trust these these younger rappers right now that really tell the story of this bucket and backpack. But they like the bucket and the backpack so sometimes. It's, it's got, it's, yeah, 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 no doubt. The pop music is, is went away, so I don't know. It's gonna oh, have to be man. some like uh, blues or maybe some. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Something like uh, the, the blues will do it justice for sure. Something real soulful. Well, it don't have to be soulful. It could be even some bluegrass or something. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I yeah. wouldn't say country because that's more right, hip hop right. now anyway. So. So, ladies, and I, uh, this kind of made me think about, too, like restarting over and starting um, your life outside of these 
these previous relationships, what's something new about you that you found out about you? And it can either be about like a feeling or a belief or even like, I'll say for instance, I didn't know I love street murals, right? The what? Street murals, like people, street murals. But like I had discovered like when I got outside this relationship, I was looking for something to do and I saw like a mural and I was like, I have to find more murals, you know? And I was just like, and then I started just like seeing street murals and taking pictures. I didn't realize that. But it was just something I found out outside of when I was getting out of that relationship. I was like, I didn't never realize I enjoyed this. Mm-hmm. What's something about you? And it could be even a thought too. Like, you know, I bring it back to me. I realized that the next person I ever will be with, I got to make sure not only do they love me, but they like me. Because what I was finding out is that a lot of women will love me but they don't like me. And what I mean by that is, is they love me, but they don't like that I'm, I'm not the, the, what they, all that they want me to be. You know, like for instance, they, they would want me, if they knew I had a podcast or something, they would want me to do this podcast to make a trillion dollars, right? And do all of these steps and ways. And that wouldn't be my thought or idea. But back to y'all, like whether it's a belief, an idea, a hobby, what was something after getting out of these relationships that you just kind of learned about yourself? Maybe good or bad. Or something you picked up, something that you was like, oh, I didn't know. It's about me. You go first. There <laughs> 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 oh, you go. I'm a very sexual being, is what I discovered. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to be open and honest? I'm being open no, and honest. yeah, okay. that's okay. That, that's one thing that I, more than I thought I was, yeah. I guess maybe it was just because of my situation of being with somebody right, for right. so long. Mm-hmm. But also, I was young, you know, when mm-hmm. that happened, so I didn't get to do what these 20-something-year-olds are doing, you know, when you're single and right, you don't right. have kids. So right, right. that was one thing I noticed. Um, yeah, that's one thing. Um, I'm not a very affectionate person either. I noticed that after <laughs> I got out of my relationship. Like, I just, I, I don't mind. Like, I just don't like, I'm working on it in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I think what you just said is so dope. Because... Even as a man, I didn't realize women were so sexual mm-hmm. and, until this, like, I'm just like, where did this and, and the whole energy come from? <laughs> oh, can I plug a book real quick? Yes. Okay. So if you haven't read it yet, um, read Come As You Are, amazing book, using science to transform your sex life. <laughs> I'm no, it's really it. phenomenal. Yeah. Come as you are. Come as you are. Do you know the author? Uh, uh, Nagoski. Emily Nagoski. Come and, as you are. And I, here's the nerd therapist coming out, but there's workbook pages that you can, da- that you can download. It's really, yeah. Or like if you listen to it on audiobook, uh-huh. the author actually does the narration and she's great. Um. Yeah. I would say, really is, is that something from both men and women or just yeah, women? Okay. Absolutely. Okay. I love Come as you are. Come as you we are. We might have to stick at this for a little bit, I, but we still mm-hmm. want to get your answer, but we might want to stick at I think this is so fantastic. I mean, just even a few weeks ago, I was talking to my homegirl, and she was like, 
Joe, I, I, I want to have sex, but I, you know, I don't want to relate. And she was basically telling me that she feels bad about wanting to have intimacy with another adult. And I just had to tell her, you're not in college. Like, first of all, who are you going to tell that's going to judge you? Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, who? A preacher? A pre? Like, you? Got, what is good for you? I just had this same conversation like, yesterday. You know, I have my beliefs. I'm a yep. Christian, right? But I'm not here to tell anybody not to have. Because look, if I had the urges, I'm gonna, take, I'm gonna take care of them. Right, right, I'm right. Taken care of. But I, I start, you know, and it's funny because again, it's women that are in our ages or that that you know that been in these long term relationships yep. that I'm finding out are really finding their identity, sexuality. A lot of my homegirls like. Are becoming they're like bisexual now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you have to say, okay, that's okay if you are. That's okay if that's what you. I mean, like you're an adult. You should be able to explore your body, explore who you are, and not feel judgment. And if you're around people that are, yeah. You need to get your. You can eliminate them. You're an adult. You don't have to. Yeah. Like man, you don't have to answer or open the door to your cousins, uncles, mamas, daddies. You close the door, live your life, and be happy. But. That was dope that you said that. Again, we might have to catch back on that because it, I'm, again, so many of my homegirls, I'm hearing them really talk about their sexuality. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, go ahead. Yeah, and that is, I think it's, it's not meant to be taboo. And I think up front, you know, what I think a lot of women can save them a lot of heartache is talking about it up front with men instead of letting men up front because – what I'm finding out from the female side is a lot of these men are coming into it with this sexual pent-up frustration, and a lot of that comes from these relationships that they were in that on the, the same coin flip like y'all were in, they were in these relationships with these women they weren't having sex with. They were coming home, they were working, and you know for whatever reason she didn't want to do it, she was tired, or you know she had been messed with the kids, and she didn't feel like she had the energy, and they felt like they were sexually neglected. And now they're taking it out on these women on these day naps and they're meeting yeah, instead of just having these adult conversations up front, you know. So I, I, I think that's really dope. And I, I hope that, that, you know, yeah. the women, some of these women that do listen, would, you know, have those open, honest conversations with these men up front. Let them know what they're feeling or thinking. Mm-hmm. Like, look, you know, sexual. I like to have sex, but this is not what I want to base this about getting to know you up front. Right. So no, I don't want your dick pics. No, I, don't. <laughs> I don't want these crazy conversations. Let's just, you know what I mean? Let's be adults. Because, man, we act like sex is so taboo, but it's been the one thing other than war that we've been doing forever. Right. Yeah. So right. why is it so taboo around right. adults? Exactly. Well, main, And mainly around women, though, because um, I was talking to a, my, one of my homegirls yesterday, and she's pretty much, she said the same thing that Joe was just saying. It's like, um, she's like, y'all, I'm, she's 40 plus years old. Right. She's I'm 40 plus years old. And she straight up told me, she's like, Dre, man, I don't I don't I don't want to be I don't ever want to be married again. But more importantly, I don't ever want to be really in a relationship no more. See, she was speaking my language. I was like, girl, can you go tell your friends, please? But um, but she was like, basically, all I want is companionship and a lot of sex. That's what she said to me. And she said, and I deserve that. I said, fuck, yeah, you deserve that. Right. I said, so go out there and get that. And she was like. But her biggest hangup was she didn't want to she didn't want to be judged. She didn't want men to look at her like she was a hoe. And I had to stop her. I was like, look, hold up, hold up. First of all, you 40 plus years old. That's first and foremost. 
I said, if you running into men who who think you're a hoe because you're comfortable with your sexuality, that ain't the nigga for you then. That ain't the man for you. You got to go on about your business and go find the man for you. I said, because you, you're allowed to enjoy sex. We're all allowed. I said, because for men, it's always we're champion because we have sex. We have a lot of sex. We have a lot of sex with a lot of different women. We're champion be, uh, over that shit as men. Not of lately. I don't know what Dre's talking about. <laughs> no, no, no. Not, that, <laughs> that's a double standard. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that double standard I'm yeah. talking about. And it's like, and I, 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 I've been telling my homegirls for like 20 Dre, plus you know years now. What the biggest now. issue is? What's that? Out of all of that, and then is it nail on the head? Is why are they giving a fuck about a man's what opinion I, in the in the first place? Why does a man's opinion overrule your own opinion? That's what I've been telling my homegirls for the last twenty years. You know what I mean? Took me like about a year to get that, but yeah. after I did, yeah, I don't give a fuck what you think of me. You gonna fuck yeah. me or what? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking or not? Because <laughs> if not, I need to move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to go get it. I need to go get it. Right? We can always get back to this because I feel like we all. <laughs> Jules, can we get? A whole other episode. <laughs> I mean, we're just still gonna probably do some of this episode because I, I feel like, man, if uh, it brings me back, because I always like to go to what is deeper is mm-hmm. is that it's like you know these women because again, it's so many nowadays. We're not in our parents' era, you know. They would grit it out. It don't, you know, a dad can cheat and have three or four kids outside of a relationship, and it's gonna be okay, or you know, whatever the issues are, and now. More people are, are finding it easier to separate or break up. And it's like now it's, it's a lot of these women that are trying to find their identity because their identity's always been their husband and their kids and their job. And, you know, now they're realizing, like, who am I? That's why I always tell my homegirls, man, don't ever get lost and stop falling in love with you. Keep falling in love with you. Your kids are going to love you, but it's okay to say, I love me first. Because you would want that for them. You would want them to be like, I love me. I love who I am. I love who I'm being. And I'm, I want to explore who I am. But anyway, I got on a tangent there. You got me excited, folks. <laughs> but Jules, what's the, what's the thing that you uh, found out, knew about, about, about Jules on, the, uh, you know, on this journey after the relationship? Um, I think that the biggest thing, and there's like kind of a lot of facets to it, but was that um, I also deserve to be taken care of. (laughs) 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 Definitely. I mean, I'm a mom, you know, I'm a generous person. I mean, I I work in a helping profession, right? And so that's like part of my personality is taking care of people. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I've been in relationships where that wasn't, Reciprocated. Reciprocated, yeah. And um, so, like you were saying, I deserve companionship and lots of sex right. and to be taken care of. Right. Definitely. Yeah. And that doesn't mean financially for me right. either. You know, it it doesn't mean it that. It means like right. someone's looking out. Yeah. You know, and if Absolutely. I have a cold, maybe yeah. someone will bring some, bring some medicine. Mm-hmm. Some, yeah. yeah. No, that's dope, man. And, 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 yeah, that's dope. That's, that's. Man, <laughs> I love I love when women talk about the exploration of them because one of the things that me and Dre get a lot of pushback back when we talk about like self love, mm-hmm. the first thing women get offended about is is that oh I love me but I love my kids first. Yeah. I don't. 
It's retarded. Like, you know what I mean? It's the, like, it's, it's the craziest it's the shit in the world. world. Yeah. It is. And then that same notion is that until they stop with that man, they love that their kids and that man, hmm. then they love themselves. themselves I'm yep. just like, why are you going to always put yourself at the back of the bus? Yeah. First, first and foremost, all the time. You know, what, 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 what do y'all think that is that moms always just like, will just, like, I don't love, I love my kids more than myself. What do you think that that is? Cause I always wondered that. I always wondered like. I used to think like that. I'm not saying I don't love my kids. Well, we, we, yeah. know. We, we know. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. We know that. <laughs> but but any time a woman has some kind of re- revolutionary exploration of themselves, they always feel like they gotta apologize for being great. Right. Like, you know, you have homegirls that they have to apologize for like. I mean, and I'm sorry, but I just like to have, well, you like to have sex. You don't right. have to apologize for that. Right. You don't have to apologize for loving yourself. You don't have to apologize for wanting better for yourself. Right. Or, what, or even having a standard. Like, I, I tell my homegirls all the time, man, it's okay to have a standard. Right. Like, part of what put you in the relationship that you were in was you didn't follow your standard. Mm-hmm. Right. And now you're apologizing because you now have a standard? No. Yeah. It's okay. But yeah, I used to feel like that, but then... Especially when your kids get bigger, you know, it's like you see they're starting to take care of themselves. So now it's like, well, I got to take care of me. I'm still going to take care of y'all. But if I don't take care of me and I don't love me first, how can I do it for y'all? How can I show you my 14 year old at the time daughter when this happened that this she's insecure about herself? You know, the standards of beauty, you know, she's she's not even fat and she's mom. I'm so fat. Why didn't it come out pretty like you? And I'm like, where is this coming from? Like. But she tells me, but I look up to you because of the confidence you have. Because you walk in a room, you could be in the most mess, but you walk in the room like you own it. You don't even know it, mom. Like, she'll tell me, and I'm glad that I show her that. You know, I'm glad that she sees that because how's she going to know? So that's why I feel like we should take care of ourselves first. Especially if you have kids that are looking up to you because they're looking, you know, they're... Which they're always looking They're up always to. looking mm-hmm. and they're going to follow your example exactly. as long as it, well, good or bad. Right, right. The one showing yeah, up, you know? exactly. So that's my opinion. Mm. And Miss Therapist over there? Mm, it just makes me think of like the, you know, most cliche thing that you hear about putting the oxygen mask on yourself before right. you put it on the people next to you. That yeah. <laughs> that's, that's one of his favorite analogies right there. The, the woman's strength in here is very high. Yeah, I'm enjoying see? it. This is good. This it, is good. This is, but this is the healthy conversations yes. that women should have, and it shouldn't be taboo. Correct. You know what I mean? But it's, I always feel like it is. Right. Well, I think that, I mean, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, and maybe some of it is uh, cultural, some of it's generational. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that like, my grandma, like, she was a martyr. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's what we're talking about, right? Yeah. yeah. If I right. do, do, do for everyone else, and then I'm resentful, I am placing myself in a position to be hurt. Mm-hmm. That's Al Anon stuff. I don't know if you're familiar. Speak it up so the people will know. <laughs> no, I mean, um, you talked about being in a relationship with someone mm-hmm. with addiction issues, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah, Al-Anon was the sister program to Alcoholics Anonymous. And it was, but it, the foundations, all of it is taking care of yourself, your mm-hmm. side of the street. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. that person, that's a mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Definitely. See? Responsibility for yourself, setting boundaries, emotional detachment. Yes. You two women, boy. So you know what? I have got my verbal Red Bull. <laughs> Joe is in full sync now. Y'all could have lost me, but you, you, you ladies have, have got. I just, I love where we're at right now. Has there, as, as being women, it could be outside of your relationship or in, you know, out, outside of these long-term relationships or even in-time relationships. Was there anything that at, at one point in your life you felt like because you were a woman, that you were held back. For me? Yeah. No. For either one of y'all. No. Mm-mm. I mean, in the social work field, it's largely women. Okay. <laughs> well, I was just thinking anything, like life, not, not just job or anything. but. There is one thing I will say. I think just job-wise because I've worked for corporate America more than once. I think it is a little bit hard. I'm not saying it's us. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it's corporate America, yeah, right. not us. Right, you know, right, Not right. us as women that put right, in the right. work, not us as women that try to get ahead. We're gonna try regardless if we want it. It's not that, it's the whole, come on, why corporate America? Who are they gonna pick? They're first gonna pick the man first. They're gonna pick the white man first to get that raise or that they're going to get more than you. You know what I mean? I mean, uh, example where I work, which I can't say, but uh, it happened to somebody. Uh, some girl was there. She had been there. She put in a lot of work. Um, and she was maybe like, she's maybe like 20. Whereas maybe a w- she had been where we work maybe like about seven or eight months. And then they hired these new people. And there was this white kid, boy, who was only like 19 and they pushed him up above her and he had only been there like for three months, but she was the one putting in the work. Like they were, they put him for the same position as her. Like, how are you gonna do that? Why did you do that? I, we all saw her put in the work. Why, why would you do that? Well, because he's a man and because, so something like that I feel, you know, is, I don't wanna say hold it back. I'll tell you one of the things that, that I felt as being a black man, um, is uh, society would allow me to have emotion. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I felt like every avenue or turn, I had to, um, I had to control emotion. So, for instance, I could never get upset. And you know, I had it happen to me before because I worked at a, um, at a building which we did customer service. And I got upset and immediately I was angry. Mm-hmm. I was aggressive. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, and then I, and for a while I had to down myself mm-hmm. as a person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it was it wasn't even, you know, uh, white people. It was just people in general from right. men and women, yeah, you know. The stereo, I mean, stereotypical angry black man. Yeah. 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 Oh, and, and you know, even the opposite. So even black men, if I didn't get angry enough, wouldn't allow me to have that emotion of just being like, I don't want to fight this fight. Right, right, right. Yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. I, that, that's been a biggest thing that I felt in my society of life of that, that has held me back of 
is being a black man is just having emotion in society mm-hmm. yeah. and having to close my door, lock my door, roll my window down, close my blinds, mm-hmm. and then I can have an emotion mm-hmm. that's outside of the norm of what the scope of all of society may see me as. Right. Same. And it shouldn't be like that, you know? Yeah. I mean, it is, but... Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, I hope, like, as we learn and the world gets better, that we can break that stigma. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Me t- well, me, yeah, me too. I think that exists for women too. Though, oh, absolutely. Right? Like, yeah. always, absolutely. Uh, that's exactly. what I'm asking. Like, yeah, not, yeah. yeah. Because I'm not a woman, so yeah. But yeah, I want to know. Discount yeah. what you're saying, because I think that that's like a whole nother. Yeah, no, no, no. Thing. But that's what I want to know, because I'm not a woman, so that's what I'm trying to ask y'all. So I have to bring mine. So what would what would you what would it be? Yeah, for you? I mean, I think like for me personally, I haven't necessarily experienced it. Because for the most part, I've worked in settings with other therapists. And not that they're always healthy emotionally. But for the most part, you know, if I have a really rough day or something's going on personally and I cry, I have space for that. Right. right. right? But uh, it's not unusual, right, that people, whether men or women, but like historically, I think women have gotten, you know, the over emotional yes yes definitely Mm -hmm. i agree i agree which is ridiculous when you think about it right Right. because who um did women start all these wars that have gone on historically (laughs) like (laughs) (laughs) oh oh yeah Yeah, y'all probably did we was trying to impress (laughs) y'all it's because of the women yeah yeah it's like when you think about okay yeah so maybe like we've been given permission more so to be emotional but not too emotional. yeah not too much yeah you know and that's of course. you know funny or like you're a bitch or you're yes. crazy right right or, that's or you're on your period yeah that's you're on your period yeah 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 hold on but i got something period? about that though yeah. too because i've had some pushback from women about that because i I'm wholehearted believing you're not going to treat me any old way and I'm not going to no. let you use of any course. excuse. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. But I've had women fight me down on that because I'm not a woman. I don't understand with the menstrual cycle and what all happens in the cramps and everything that there should be some type of anger for forgiveness about that. And I don't believe in that. Like, you know, I don't believe in when somebody says, well, I'm a Taurus, so that's just how we are. I don't believe in that. I don't. Not saying there's anything wrong with you having an astrology of thought, but that is no reason for you to treat me a certain way because you don't feel good. But I mean, that's two different things, right? Like me having emotions and me mistreating you. Yes. Right. And see, that's where I'm at. Mm -hmm. You you can be upset that you're going through pain. I know if I'm going through pain, I know when my stomach hurts, I can only imagine how y'all feel when y'all go through y'all thing, but I... I feel like that should never be an option for you to have to be your whipping boy. Me personally, I tell I tell people, look, it's my time of the month. I even tell them at work. Um, you know, I'm mental as it is, you know. So <laughs> now I have hormones and stuff going on on top of my mentalness. So if you could just kind of stay clear for me, that way I don't upset anybody or to be honest, like I, I warn people my kids even like Mm -hmm. even my son already kind of knows my schedule he's like oh it's mom's time Sonia just it's mom's time watch out watch out for her watch out like they know I I warn them because you're right it's not an excuse to be any way towards anybody right so in that case 
if you're you know that you're like that try and avoid it me personally i think like isolate yourself if you have to you're not going to do it forever it's just during this time because i'm not trying to be ugly to anybody that's me personally yeah and but i mean also like we're human so it's like it's not like if i'm struggling i'm not going to yell yeah. or yeah. like behave right, right. badly right, right. but exactly. let's not make an excuse for it mm-hmm. right, you know right. like it might be an exclamation but an explanation but um yeah taking like personal responsibility for it and apologizing for it not giving myself permission to be an asshole but yeah. also too and, and on their end too is i had a long time as when i was younger i had an immaturity about that too like oh man that bitch is on her period that's what she <laughs> You know what I mean? And any time yeah. that there was a, a negative or emotion or emotion I didn't like, that's what I always went to and concluded with, just like you said. Mm-hmm. Like, man, that she's on her period. You were that guy. Yeah, without, I was that guy. Without knowing that you actually have hormones, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah that was, you guys, men, you know, yeah. males have hormone yeah. changes. Oh, mm-hmm. that's something yeah. I found. I, you, it feels like the lower my testosterone is now man. as an yeah. older man. The, the like, I, you know, when people be like low T, I feel that now as a man. Like, I feel like I know I've lost testosterone more in way, you know, activities and doing stuff and I'm tired a lot and stuff like that. But then emotionally, like, I'm like, I'm, what am I crying about? <laughs> Welcome to our world. Yeah, what am I crying about? I'm having a good day. It was a birds chirping. I'm, I'm crying. I don't understand this. So, yeah, yeah. Uh-uh. What are you going to say, Dre? Oh, shit. I'm yeah, you've been quiet. Well, well, I've been listening. So, we're going to lighten, I mean, we're gonna lighten it up a little bit. Um, this is a question for both of you guys. Um... And you have to answer it, and it has to be a celebrity. So, if you could have dinner with any celebrity in the world, who would it be, and why would you have that dinner? I pick Drew Barrymore. <laughs> Drew, yeah, she, she looks yeah. fun. I like her. Well, yeah. So, so why? Um, well, I mean, I've adored her ever since she was a kid watching E.T. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. I've been watching her show lately. She has her own talk show now. Oh, does she? Yeah, and she's no a mom, idea. and um, yeah, she's like really uh, vocal about mental health. Um, she's adorable too, right? Yeah, she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll, I'll so fuck with Drew. That's yeah. that. And you, ma'am? Man, I don't know. A celebrity. You don't know. Like, hold on, I gotta think. Any celebrity? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you thinking, you know, you have anytime I, uh, anybody that's from E.T. that I, I put in my head, I immediately go to Reese's Pieces. I used to love Reese's Pieces. And so when you, as soon as you said Drew Barrymore, it was like a trigger thing. I was like, oh, man, when's the last time I had Reese's Pieces? <laughs> you, you can't find a celebrity? Well, what about oh. you, Dre? Who would you have dinner with? Some of Hyatt, man. I mean, for obvious reasons. So, so. This guy here, man. Some of my girls. Maybe we could have a dinner party. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I, I, do, I do have somebody. <laughs> I do have somebody. Don't you try to get <laughs> all your faves in one room. Right. I would pick Chris Brown. Okay. See, Breezy. 
See, yeah. breezy. Why Chris Brown? <laughs> well, obviously. <laughs> I don't hold what he did against him. No, we're not. Oh, no, I was asking. I, was like, <laughs> I mean, he, I wouldn't invite him to do <laughs> Plus, he's talented and he's, you know. Probably give some advice, you know. How do I make the money that you're (laughs) making? No, I'm just kidding. Breezy. Definitely. (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't invite him. Who's yours, Joe? Yeah, Joe, who's yours? Think about that the most. Philosophical answer, watch. Hell no. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. I mean, most, like, uh, I mean, either Mike Tyson or my dad. I enjoy my dad's company. He's my dude. But Mike Tyson, I feel like it's my guy. We're in, we we have similar paths in life. He's one of the guys I pattern my life after. So we sit there and, and talk, act stupid. Describe your single most. Um, describe your single most. I guess describe your proudest accomplishment. I mean, tell me what that is, and why. Does it have to be like? It could be whatever. Inter- can it be internal? Like, yeah. Okay. My, my, I feel like my biggest accomplishment is like with the whole, like we were talking about mental health stigma. I didn't, as much as I did go to therapy when I got, I got divorced and lost my brother the same year. So that was like a double, you know. And at the time I was like, I'm not going to get help. Like, you know, like I didn't believe in that, I guess right, you could right, say yeah, at the yeah. time, especially when you go through a divorce, it's mm-hmm. just like, like what they gonna tell me. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, one thing I, what was your question? I'm sorry. Your single most accomplished. There we go. Your proudest accomplishment. That's what I'm proud of, that I went to seek the therapy that I need. That's and good. Continue and, and that takes a lot. You know, and that's good to hear you general, say that. Yeah. Especially. You know, I feel like, cause at the end of the day, I feel like I said, if I'm not in the right place, mm-hmm. I can't do stuff to make myself or my kids or anybody mm-hmm. else in a better place mm-hmm. as well. So to me, that's a huge accomplishment because I know it's hard for anybody to admit. Yeah, that's you know, dope. So that is dope. And yourself, man? Mm. Um, <laughs> I beat cancer. No, that's dope, for real. I mean, it wasn't the best one. It wasn't only my. Well, yeah, well, but a huge um, The team at Texas Oncology. No, that's I dope. Think did for a real. good job. Congratulations too. Thank you. Yeah, for real. Yes, for real, for real. So, um, if you could give men some advice, any piece of advice. Go, go, go for it. Jules just lit up, bro. You didn't even finish the question. What would it be? Do not post selfies of yourself in front of a toilet. (laughs) Never, never okay. Especially not a public restroom. I see that a lot. And yes, I'm talking to y'all. (laughs) <laughs> man what, what the fuck are y'all doing <laughs> making us look bad Jules, Jules I was I was expecting something 
Something totally more, different. Like, a little <laughs> but let me tell you something. That's a big piece of advice. That There's was, a lot of y'all putting that out there. No, that was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> and we ended the show on that note. Hey, man. Hey, that's. <laughs> thank, thank you for that. <laughs> Fel- You're welcome, fellas, man. And flush, <laughs> also. Yeah, flush the fucking toilet too. Fellas, what are y'all doing out Photos here, man? with fishes are fine. And if you don't have but good not. feet, please don't have your feet in them as well. Oh, God. Right? Oh, I don't care about feet. I don't mind. I do. Well, hold up. Hold up. So, hold up. I'm talking about pics, like, unsolicited no, ones. <laughs> That's not my advice, though. <laughs> That's not my advice. So, let me still, hold up. Let me hold up. Hold up. <laughs> Now you got me pissing shit in my head. So niggas, <laughs> niggas is out there taking dick pics with their crusty feet, you know? Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Why? I don't know. I asked the same question. <laughs> <coughs> fellas. Oh, fellas. You know what? If they're not y'all great, that's fine. But clean them at least. You yeah, know? yeah. I gotta relax. Uh, you know what? I, I gotta. I, speaking of, let me, let me, let me. I got some shit to get off my chest real quick. Okay. So, now. I be minding my business, right? Like I always do. I'm always minding my fucking business. <laughs> I don't mess with nobody. I promise y'all I don't, right? So sometimes, randomly, I get unsolicited nude pics, right? This is what I get sometimes, right? Why did they get mad at me when I tell them I'm not going to reciprocate that. And then they say, well, I sent you one. I didn't even ask for that shit. We, we, was never even, we wasn't even in dialogue. They'll just send me that shit. And so I asked them, so why did you even send me that? Because I knew that would get your attention. Okay, so that's cool. You got my attention. But what makes you think that I'm going to send you one back? And then I even explain to them. I can't do that. I have somewhat of a public platform, and I just can't take the chance, the risk of that getting out. You know what I mean? And they get hella mad at me. But then I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and then they get madder at me. <laughs> but why is that? And I, and I know I'm not saying you, you ladies do this, but what is the mental psyche behind that? It's like, I didn't act. Like I said, it's unsolicited. Insecurity, I see. Insecurity, it's that they didn't, they would expect Oh, you know, you right. they want the same, you know, right, right. and if you don't give it, just personally, I mean, I'm not like that, no, no, but no, I got you. you kind of feel like, well, what's wrong? Do you not like it? Was it not good enough? Like, it's that insecurity that uh, that can happen. I got you. you know Dre's what I mean? a jerk. <laughs> Dre's a jerk. Dre. I'm not sending just no fucking new pics. Do, man. What's that? Google something and just send it. I'm not. That's <laughs> <laughs> what they do. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not doing none of that yeah, shit, well. yo. You're not getting none. <laughs> no, because you can tell when it's Googled. Yeah, they yeah, do it yeah, too, yeah. So. Oh, oh. That's a whole nother, that's yeah. a whole nother <laughs> podcast. But that shit is crazy to me. It's just like you sent, you sent me some unsolicited pics. I haven't talked to you in a month or a couple of weeks or some shit. And then you say to me, well, where's mine? I'm like, hold up, bitch. I mean, not bitch. That's what, uh, he did, that's what he meant. But hold up, bitch. <laughs> 
I didn't. I, I didn't ask for this. Well, whole store is getting all kind of topics for you. you I'm like, yeah. I didn't ask for this, so I'm not going to reciprocate that. And even the times, women, women are so women are funny to me. I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah, women they're are, what? They're funny to me at times. Funny. Yeah, they're very funny. I mean, my thought is like, just like with um, unsolicited dick pics, yeah. is that um, it. In some cases, I, I mean, I could be wrong, but in some cases it works, right? Of so course. there must yes. be men that are responding to those pictures yeah, yeah, yeah. and women that Same. are responding mm-hmm. to the other ones. No, 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 I, and, and, I, and I get and that. And so they give it a shot. <laughs> but I'm a, I'm, a man, I'm a man of morals. No, oh, you're, you're, you're a boo-pick Grinch. You're a boo-pick Grinch. Ladies, look, he doesn't want your boo-picks. Don't send them out. No, I'm not saying I don't want them. No, 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 Drake. No, no, Drake. It's all or nothing. He doesn't want your picks. Nah, I'm not saying I don't want them. He doesn't want your picks. Don't you send them out. He wants nothing. Don't even talk to him about sex. He's a man of moral principles and standards. He has daughters, and he wants good conversation, and that's it. That's it. Don't you offer no sex, and don't you send no boob pics. No, I love it all, man. Nope, Trust nope. me when I tell you, man. No, you Dre, I'm protecting you. You are not getting that from I'll me, I'm protecting man. you. I will, I will, I'm not doing that, I'll but that's not what I do. Dre, I'm protecting you. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. No sex, ladies. Don't you talk about sex to me. My friend, Dre, you hold it back. And no more boob pics, okay? Nah, man, I'm just saying. I just never understood Not even if you want to be though, nice. Right? Don't send But then it. when you when you guys explain that shit from your perspective, y'all get the same shit with the dick pics and shit. And like you said, I guess they expect it to be. They, it's, it's like an expect. Nah, because I don't think guys really expect y'all to send y'all shit back to them. You know what I mean? No, I just don't think that. What do you mean? Wait, what do like, you mean? Like when guys send you a dick pic, he's not expecting you to get naked and send him a pic back. That's not what he's expecting. I, I just don't think so. I think he's just getting that out there to, to more so entice you. Some of them do. Okay. Some of them do. I've had that happen a couple of times. Like okay. I got, I didn't even like randomly open up a DM and there's yeah, a dick pic. And then it's like, all right, your turn. I'm like, I don't know you. Like I haven't even had a conversation with Niggas you is delusional. What is, why? Just why? <laughs> I, I, I found out how women feel. About uh, seven years ago, mm-hmm. I had, when I had, a, I had, you know, I had that big Instagram follower. I had like, uh-huh. like almost twenty thousand followers. Yeah, the bow ties and shoes and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And there was a dude, and he was in my DMs. And it was funny because there was a lot of dudes that I guess that were homosexual, but they wouldn't tell me they were homosexual. Right, 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 right. Because they knew I wasn't homosexual. Right, right. Or curious. Right, right, right. So they would be like, oh, hey, brother, how you doing? They would become like my friends and stuff like that. But this dude became a friendship with me. And one day he was in my DM. And like, you know, you can see if somebody sent you a picture. And I said, well, what would he be sending me a picture for? And I remember I could have probably got fired for this because I had a female employee at the time. And I was like, open this up. And please tell me it's not what I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> and then she was like, oh, oh. <laughs> I said, please erase it. 
She's like, well, there's, he's saying stuff in there and he likes me. <laughs> I said, no, just a race. I'll go for a word. And for the first time, I know what a word it felt like. Because like. I was like, first of all, it's not even what I'm into. It's so disrespectful you just be putting it out there. So I just like, you know what? I'm going to block him. Yeah. I had that happen to me. Hey, man. Like, it, it's crazy it's shit. I don't, both ways. It's not something that I don't understand, though, man. I don't, I don't understand, especially uns- unsolicited. You know what I mean? And it's like, look, if this ever happens again, look, I don't like guys, man. There's <laughs> yeah. nothing against guys that like guys. I don't like guys. Please. And ladies, if you're listening, I have a public platform. I will never send you news. Dre, I got this. Never. Don't send him any pictures, regardless. No, man, don't, don't, don't stop my shine. No, like, no, no. <laughs> hold on, man, hold on. <laughs> Don't stop me. Don't stop me. Hey, don't stop me from winning, man. I'm just letting you know. I'm just letting you know. I'm not reciprocating no new picks, like, at all. But you can send them to him. Yeah, you can send them to me, but. You're not going to take my partner. We don't want your. Dre doesn't want your pictures. He doesn't want your pictures. And don't you come talking about sex. He's hey, a family man, man and he I, wants good, clean conversation. No, I want all that, and then I want all the other shit, nope, too. Nope, nope. <laughs> not on this show. We're not sex symbols. Oh, no, man. Dre is not taking them. Yo, it's just crazy to me. I have a public platform. I figured this man. up, Dre. Like, Don't worry on, about it. I'm not. I'm not. Don't worry. That. Wait for the live show. Because all I need. I'm going to let them ladies know again. <laughs> just filthy ladies. All I need filthy. is that shit to be across the nuts. No. And that shit's over with for me. Filthy so. ladies. It ain't you happening. Yeah. That stuff. Talk about that stuff with Dre. <laughs> oh, man. He wants to talk about the podcast. More viewers. He does not want to talk about sex and no pictures. I just thought that shit was interesting. I never. I, I, I was, we didn't even let her answer the question. We what was the question? Veered off on the dick pics. That was it. Oh, that I thought was you answered the question. You no. Answered. Answered it. No, they both. She yeah, answered it first. Your advice. Yes. Oh. Oh, my advice. You, you, thank uh, you, Jules. Thank you. You're welcome. You just blew me off, Dre. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, you are too busy because of this focus of these ladies. <laughs> ladies, don't you do it? Don't send them. We all got distracted. Dre, right? we did. We're all looking. Right? What was the picture? Jules, I brought them back though. I, I was focused. I was hey, focused. Hey, don't you send job. them no more of those pictures. Good job. Ladies. Good job, Joe. <laughs> Need those out here. Joe got my back. Sheesh. Um, let me see advice I would give. Men. Filthy. What advice would you give men? I know this is a hard one, but mm-hmm. not generally speaking, but <laughs> <laughs> be honest. Be transparent. Like just be be honest. I mean, be real, I guess you can say. Don't be who you feel like somebody mm-hmm. wants you to be or say, I do this and I do this. Like just be I mean, yeah. I want to know, but just be honest and be yourself. That's mm-hmm. what I would say. Mm-hmm. Honesty advice. goes a long way. Yeah, and um, that's something that I learned um, like three years ago, man. When I came up, my, came up out of my relationship, and I'm not a, I'm, uh, I guess you would say, um, I would omit a lot of things uh, when I first met a woman. You know what I mean? Because I felt like the way that I am is I'm too forward for people. You know what I mean? So um, when I would meet people, when I would meet women like three years ago, I would just scale back on a lot of that shit. And, you know, when I would like, like basically like when I tell women, like, I'm not trying to be your husband. You know what I mean? I wouldn't tell a woman that shit on the first date at first because 
I would feel like it'll knock my because if, if that's what she was looking for and I tell her that off the bat, then it's just like I didn't kill my chances of just even getting to know her. It ain't even about fucking doing it to And definitely not getting a picture. Come again? You wouldn't get a picture. <laughs> right, exactly. So it's like one of them things, right? It's like, yo, I, I, like, so I was scaled back. But what I, what I did notice was about a year and a half ago, once I became completely whole with myself, and just back to focus on who I was, it was like, I'm, I'm all about complete transparency now with any and everyone, especially women that I quote unquote date, because like you said, my definition may be different from yours, from hers, from his, you know what I mean? But I'm completely transparent. So it's just like, yo, this is what it is. This is who I am, take it or leave it. Um, and what I found though, that is, especially at this age, Women are with that shit. Like, straight up. They like, yeah. oh, nigga, like, say less. That, yeah. That's what I'm here for. Because, it, 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 fellas, I'm letting y'all know, when you're that transparent with a woman, it gives them, the, it allows them to have the ability to be that transparent with you. Because every time that I've said what I've said to women, they be like, yo, that's what I'm with, too. Nigga, I ain't trying to marry you. <laughs> that's what they say to me. Like, I ain't trying to marry you. I'm just trying to have a good time and hang out, blah, 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 blah. blah. Yo, it is what it is. Let's do that then. You know what I mean? And once that shit runs its course, it's going to run its fucking course. You know? And so, but but no, because a lot of women be like, because a lot of women, a lot of women, they'll say to a nigga such as myself, they'll say, well, are you scared of commitment? Blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't think you should date more than one person at a time. I'm a bitch. Your husband dating one more than one person at a time. Fuck is you, you talking about? You ain't lying on that one. Fuck is you talking about? You with a nigga right now who date more than one woman. He dating you. Ain't got a side chick. Ain't got a chick at work. But you talking to me about dating more woman at more than one woman at a time? You like what you like, and I'm not saying that every man is like that. Or you're gonna like I even have to have four or five women because I don't even deal with them type of personalities like that. Like nah, that's just way too much. You know what I mean? But if you Find someone you like, you state to them what that is. Like, I fuck with you. I fuck with you the long way. You my person. And but, but when that shit runs its course, I don't try to force shit no more. Yeah. I never try to force shit no more. If it ain't happening, it ain't fucking happening. And if it's happening, it's happening. It's on. I, I tell people all the time, yo, this shit, I tell my clients all the time, this shit is the Hunger Games. <laughs> may the odds forever be in your fucking favor. That's what I'm saying. Like, may the odds forever be in your favor. I ain't worried about what the fuck Joe doing. You know what I mean? I'm worried about what I'm doing. I'm in my lane. You know what I mean? Who's hurtful? Right. Are you treating me like this bucket in a bag? You know, I'm just saying. Like, you don't care. If Joe and I are on the pursuit of you, I'm not worried about this nigga, what this nigga doing. I'm worried about me, what I'm doing. Because if I'm putting my best foot forward, I should come out victorious. And if I'm not, if I'm out here half-stepping and shit, then Joe gonna come out victorious. You see what I'm saying? So that's it for me. I learned that. And like you said, I feel like the more transparent you are in the beginning from the jump, the more transparent they, they're going to be. And then it just makes for a better fucking um, relationship overall. I'm not talking about boyfriend and girlfriend. I'm just saying overall. In general. Because there's some motherfuckers that we didn't work out, but they're the best of my fucking friends right now. Yeah. And I'm, it I'm, also lets you know what that person's going to be like. Are you being honest with me? Are you going to exactly. be honest with exactly. me? Exactly. Just be straight up. If I don't like it, oh, well. Exactly. I'll at least tell you. I'll give you that decision. Exactly. I'm just 
Wondering how I got put in the bucket in the back. <laughs> in the bucket in the backpack, you did. I thought you care about my feelings and what's going no, on. You my man. You my man, yeah. <laughs> that's it, though. But yeah, that's good, that's good advice. You so. might need to get me and recommend me a good therapist. <laughs> 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 because after this episode, I'm going to work. Yeah, yeah, man. So that's it, man. That's all I got, man. Um, uh, George, you got anything else you want to say? I don't have anything Andrea? else. Um, not right now. Shit. <laughs> Any shout outs? Yeah, y'all gotta do some shout outs. We gotta get the fuck up out of here. Like two hours. Hell yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> we start going um, in. That's a good conversation, conversation though. though. You guys are. That's pretty um, fucking all right. Thanks. Shout outs. Um, shout out to me and like. Listening to my podcast. <laughs> Definitely. Cool. And the, the name of that podcast is? The Whole Story. H O E Story. And they can't find it nowhere right now because no, you ain't got it nowhere right now. So you tripping. If you like this, it'll be more about that subject. But. Hey, see? See how we do that? See how me and Joe tie that all in together? Boy, some fucking geniuses, boy. <laughs> um, okay, shout out to, let's see, um, my kid. My 21-year-old. <laughs> Shout out to the, the 21-year-old. Not the, the other one, one too. It's just, he doesn't listen or do social media. He's kind of introverted because yeah. he likes to keep to himself. Uh-huh. So, Gotcha. He, he's one of them. Okay. So. I, was, I was like, damn, it's like, yeah. fuck him, man. Okay. <laughs> but, I, I, you know. Like, shout, shout, too. shout out to him, too. Shout out to him, too. I don't even know any of his social media if he has it. So. Yeah. That's why. Gotcha. I'll do a shout out to my kids and my family and my team at Texas Oncology mm-hmm. for getting me through. Yeah, all the nurses, my doctor. And a shout out to my patients and people that are struggling. Remember we talked about May being Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, I know that especially with like COVID and the quarantine that everybody's issues have been amplified and um, mm-hmm. you're not alone. That was a long way Shout out to the whole story. I, <laughs> I can't wait to hear the whole story and all the, the truthfulness from the whole story. So shout out to that. Shout out to Jules and uh, everybody in her profession, you know. Uh, we can't, you know, people like myself can't thank y'all enough. You know, I know as a person that, that struggles with uh, mental health, you know, if you got it, man, look, don't be afraid to talk to somebody. Don't be afraid to look out. You know, I know there's so many, you know, places that you can Google or look or find, you know, and if you're not comfortable that way, find a friend, find somebody that you are willing to talk to, you know, to get your help. I know that's what's helped me get through. So, also, Drew, shout out to you for being a survivor and all the other survivors of of cancer. Um, so many uh, men and women are battling that battle. You know, I I know we had COVID, but cancer didn't stop, and people were still having cancer and still going through treatment. And I I know some people weren't even able to get treatment right. at the time during um, COVID. So you know, all the survivors and all the people battling 
and all the, the, the people that have moved on because of cancer, you know, mm-hmm. shout out to all of y'all. So, mm-hmm. hey man, well said, man. Um, again, shout out to the whole story, Andrea. Thank you, thank you for coming through. Um, thank, thank you, you for having me, guys. Of course, of course. Thank you for uh, you know, sharing you know some of your story. Um, thanks for these stories. Thanks for the advice. Um, Julia, the same thing. Thank you uh, for coming through, sharing you know what you've shared, um, the advice as well um, for both of you guys. I mean, you guys, you guys are, you guys are pretty dope, man. You guys. You guys are pretty sound in your advice and your thoughts and your thought processes and shit. Um, shout out to, was it Texas on, what was it? What Texas Oncology. Oncology, that's what I thought it was. I just wanted to make sure. Um, for all the work that y'all do, um, yes, for Julia, but all the other patients as well. Um, to all my mental health um, survivors, um, keep fighting a good fight, man. I mean, we, we, we all in this together. If you ever, you know, if you ever need, you know, to talk to someone, um, Joe and I, we're here. I mean, we literally mean that. DM us anytime at Cup of Joe with Dre, Facebook, Instagram, whenever. Um, if if that's your last result, um, we're here. Um, but if you can, um, get that help. I mean, seek a therapist out. Um, get some, get some, or find someone that you could just talk to and just get some shit up off your chest, man. Because it's it's. It's vitally important. Um, your mental health is very important to, to all of us here. So um, to you guys, of course, to my daughters, Alexa, Aurelia, and Ava. Y'all know what it is. Daddy loves y'all. Um, I was going to shout out somebody else. Man. Oh, um, yes, so I'm going to dedicate this episode to uh, my homegirl, Teresa. She just recently passed this week from cancer. Um, she fought a long fight with that, and um, we lost her um, to her sister, Sarah. Um, I love you. Um, when I'm back in Vegas, you already know what it is, so um, that's going to be that. And let's see. What else? What else? What else? What else? Hey, man, shout out to all the motherfuckers who send nudes, man. We appreciate you. No, no, no. No nudes. And you bucket and backpack hoes, beat it. We don't want it. In 2022, no nudes for Dre's and no bucket and backpack hoes. And we mean that. No yeah, we, nudes we for do. Dre. We, no we, nudes for Dre and no bucket and backpack hoes. We have none a standard. Of that, none of that. Dre has a standard and we're going to make sure that y'all live by it. Hey, yo, man. Bucket and backpack and hoes. This <laughs> cover Joe with Dre. And we out, y'all. Thank y'all coming out. God bless you, bucket backpack. <laughs>